Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nations people. We recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and pay our respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam Radio. Salam alaikum. Welcome to another program of Salam Radio Show. My name is Lukman, and I'm the host of today's program, where we got a very special guest with us today. She's going to be coming through in just a moment with an interview, followed by a very special mix. If you don't know already, she goes by Hip Hop Ho, and I'm very excited to showcase her music and speak with her today. So without further ado, this is that interview with Hip Hop Ho. Alongside me is my Salam Radio co-host, Marushti. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, start by asking... Um, Actually, about the name, how did how did the name Hip Hop Ho come about? Uh, is, is there a story there? Yeah, there's a story. Um, so it's actually taken from um, a very silly movie that was made in 1993, which was a parody um, called CB4. Um, and it's kind of like about a rap group like NWA, but just super silly, very, very probably politically incorrect now. You know, when you like watch something that's a bit old and you're like, oh, it's so wrong. But um, Hip Hop Ho was a reference made in that film and I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I like the symmetry of it. I like how it sounded and how it looks on paper. And then the other side of it is also that um, for me, it's a reclamation. You know, I'm reclaiming my sexuality. I'm reclaiming, um, like, my feminism by by using this term and this name that, um, um, you know, has been used against women. Um, is also like, you know, I, I play a lot of hip hop, and so you know, is a term that that is used um, against women um, mm. in that genre. And so I'm just kind of taking it all back, and also. So also, it's a it's a bit of a middle finger to respectability politics, which I'm kind of into. Yeah, your name is um, is such a good stand on its own. Um, so powerful, and yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with music? How you got started with DJing? Yeah, so from um, a young age, I've just always been quite obsessed with music. I was, I was a bit of a withdrawn child. I grew up in a, I mean, in the great scheme of things, probably not that strict a Muslim um, household. It was a bit authoritarian. And um, I withdrew kind of as a result of some of the dynamics that were happening. And I, 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 I just dived into music. Like that was my sanctuary. Um, and at, from the age of 10, I began to play the trumpet, which was quite formative for me um, in terms of developing my tastes, such as like jazz and quite an 
a young age that maybe um, young people wouldn't be so drawn to. Um, and, you know, yeah, my taste just like evolved over time. Um, much later in life, I was approached um, by a promoter who wanted to teach me how to DJ and, and get me um, started on his new R&B and hip hop night. Um, and that was like a disaster, but that's actually what, what started me DJing. So I kind of was drawn into this thing where um, I was given like no support um, at all. And um, yeah, kind of ended up having a falling out with that promoter, but then was, you know, began to talk with other people who then sort of mentored me and um, I started collaborating with a guy called Campbell Drummond on uh, some of our first events and it's just kind of rolled on from there pretty much. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine how it was even like the DJ industry because I remember just like um, six years ago, it was still very heavily male dominated. It's changing a bit now. Um, yeah. Was it a... Did, yeah. How did you find it back then? Um, I have to say that at the beginning, all of my mentors were men. Um, mm. And that was that was it for many years. But they were very kind to me um, and very nurturing. And I, I felt very um, privileged to have their guidance and their advice. Um, yeah, for me, the women came later. And it was like, you know, you have to look for them. Yes. But, but the reason that the scene has changed is because, like, people and men are doing it, you know, they're forcing it. So, um, you know, this, this change is slow, but it's happening. Yeah, it does take times. And anything like um, to build, um, I mean, to build success is based on the community around you and on uh, surrounding you and on the support that you get. Um, and it takes time, so like, um, and the network is a really big thing. And uh, I mean, if you have a lot of female DJ around you, you're um, more likely to feel supported and succeed. And it's, um, it's, it's good that we're seeing this change, but it does also still set you back a bit. I mean, if you're starting DJ now, um, I can't imagine how it was at your time, but. Yeah, it still sets you back a bit because it's only forming now. I mean, yeah, only progressing now, but I can see a lot of amazing female DJs, um, which is really cool. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I think that women are activating as well. You know, I um, mm. see a lot of collectives that are only women and they're only hiring either women or um, gender diverse, non-binary um, trans people, that kind of stuff, you know, so that I think that the representation is becoming more refined and, and um, I'm just hoping to see, you know, all those voices and stories elevated because we need that. We need that, that the, the narrative that's been going on is boring. Um, it's been, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been told already. We need to hear other stories now. I wanted to ask, Naveen, are there any like parties, people or spaces that Resonate you the most uh, over here um, can be positive, can be uh, negative as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, look, I, as a venue, I quite like Section 8 where I met you. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it's, um, it's very music focused. It's unpretentious. 
Um, it's kind of like right in the middle of the CBD. You've got all that great sort of like, um, you know, graffiti landscape around it and the grittiness and stuff like that. I like that. Um, uh, otherwise, look, venues um, and parties even, like I find it quite transient down here. Like I haven't been to many events that have a home at a venue, um, which I think... I miss a little bit um, and honestly, I mean like living through this pandemic etc has really like limited my um, like venturing out so I feel like there's so much more exploring to do here so much more to do than than what I've done already um, I have to say that like I'm very interested in community um, and grassroots spaces and um, it's important to me as a queer person to be in safe spaces a lot. Um, and I think that one of the queerest, safest spaces here is actually like a gym called Pony Club Gym who um, do a lot of um, grassroots community type work um, as well as, you know, the working out part of it as well. So, yeah, I like that place mm. too. Salam. So I say moving forward, um, I guess people talk about like a sort of return, return back to normal. Um, as you sort of come back to that, is, is there anything that you'd like to see different? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope. <clears throat> I think that um, the, the, the thing that impressed me about um, going through this um, pandemic and um, just, well, the thing that was upsetting was, you know, watching everybody fall through the cracks who couldn't um, access the help that they needed, you know. Um, and then and what was, was warming about it was, you know, the people activating and supporting each other, kindness, care, um, and that kind of stuff. And I really would like, I would like to just see more kindness in the world. I, I don't want us to, like, forget this moment. Um, I think that there's there's a potential for us to um, come out of this stronger, better, um, and having learned some some really big lessons. Um, but I worry that you know as things get more comfortable, people will forget. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the case. People people forget very quickly, right? I think if you're comfortable, it's easy to forget. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and right. that's kind of talking about people um, who, you know, have a lot of privilege, like they're, they're, they're not uncomfortable enough. You know, the people that aren't, that, that aren't making changes, they're not comfortable enough to do it, you know. Definitely. And it's hard for them to relate to those who are, um, uh, suffering and having lots of challenges, losing their jobs, um, their gigs. Um, their main revenue is, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's not something that other people are going through and, um, yeah, 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 which makes yeah, it easy. Yeah, 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 Hey, so um, yeah, you prepared a, a mix for us today uh, for the show. Um, yeah, can you touch on what we can expect? 
listeners can expect to hear? Yeah, look, um, so you can expect nostalgia. Um, you can expect um, newer sounds. Um, you can expect um, a bunch of different um, dialects, you know. Um, there's um, like Lebanese, Palestinian, Egyptian, um, and probably like beyond, beyond. Um, I don't speak any of these languages fluently or even well at all. <laughs> um, but um, I've, I've sort of drawn on also different genres as well. So, you know, it just a, it's quite an eclectic mix. Um, I've, I've used the voices of uh, Mona Haydar, Candy Royale and Mona El-Tahawi. Um, yeah, because they're all like women who um, are icons to me, like truly, really, like these women are so powerful and um, I look to them for their strength and their wisdom. Yeah, I love Mona Haidar. She's, she's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I've sort of, in terms of being Muslim, I've had a real um, battle with it just for sort of obvious the obvious reasons of the fact that it's quite still quite stigmatized um sometimes people can be quite homophobic etc and so I've just had this push pull with it like my entire life which continues um but looking mm. at somebody like Mona Haydar who um is a hijab woman who yeah. you know in her first film clip came out as a pregnant woman in this film clip like rubbing her belly talking about like wrapping her hijab it was so powerful so and good. I'm just like yeah, really inspired by that, 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 you know, we can have this duality or this multiplicity of ideas in the same space um, that traditionally have contradicted each other or that haven't been allowed to coexist. I find that really powerful. Make sure you stay locked in. I'm leaving you with Hip Hop Hope for the next 45 minutes. This dude was commenting on my video for hijabi and he was commenting that for me um, as a pregnant woman me rubbing my belly uh, was not hijab. He also shared that hijab um, is supposed to protect um, protect him from me and from being tempted by a woman and I was just really struck by that kind of narcissism in the world that a man could feel like a hijab that a woman wears as a spiritual practice could have anything to do with him and maybe it does you know we're so in this world of being socialized and we're so like enmeshed with one another but truly it struck me that patriarchy and misogyny are so alive and well that this dude could literally feel like my hijab was about him right and so i started writing and i kind of just went off and i was talking about no 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 like listen my hijab is a spiritual practice for me it's about reclaiming me and my energy. It's about working on my crown chakra and dealing with all that energy and working it out so that I can be the best me possible. It's about elevating my level of consciousness. It's about using this spiritual tool for myself, for my own liberation. It's about um, you know, opening up and, and refining this channel 
um, this chakra that that literally opens you up to like enormous amounts of beautiful good energy in the world and so for me as a spiritual tool of liberation hijab is not just about modesty it's not just about this this physical form and this physical body of mine it's about so much more it's about um the the refinement of my soul and making making my energy beautiful right it's not just about this body it's not just about what i wear what i don't wear how i act yes those are all important things but that's not all it is it's definitely about much more than that for me um and so just like the way people talk about hijab um as uh, a tool of modesty because it's a physical thing i talk about hijab for me as a spiritual practice just like someone might take on meditation as a spiritual practice i take on hijab as a spiritual practice every day i wake up and i put my hijab on and i recognize myself as much more than just a body i recognize myself as much more than just a piece of meat walking through the world for anybody to consume you know we live in a consumerist society where uh, our bodies um, literally can be bought and sold
of the Palestinian people by the Israeli forces. We are in a situation today that uh, not only the political and the economical infrastructure was destroyed, Israel is destroying the neurological system of the society.
والله ما عاد في خيار يلي بهمه مستقبل العالم كله الا لا ضرر ولا ضرار من عمر عمر الفاروق لثوره عمر المختار هالجملتين اللي ايدوا الازدهار فعمني خذ قرار مشان ما تصفي لوحدك بالغماره وعلى سفينه الحياه بين الجزيره والمنار يلي محتار يطفي تلفزيونه واللي ما بيعيش بدونه لك الله يكون بعونه قرن الواحد وعشرين بدت بالزلازل عواصف وقنابل دمرت ابراج بابل دم العرب لسه سائل دائما فيش حدا سائل وهيدي مشكلتنا فتنه بالفتنه ونسينا اسرتنا لا تكون اناني فكر بخيك فكر ببيك وتذكر يلي نحكي زيك حتى اولادك واحفادك يمشوا بفيك واذا حاسس صدرك عم يتضيق خلك نفس خيك وقوم اتغير بمنعني بشجعني اعمل العكس انا اخت رجال بس انا صاحبه حق كيف بدي اقول عن حالي مقاتله الحريه اذا ببعد عن التحدي اذا بخاف من كلمه لا واجتمعنا مثل توقيت الغرب دايما مأخر كل ما بناخذ دبشه لقدام بدفشونا عشرين قرنا ورا بالنسبه للفلسطيني هالحاله بتحزن اكثر من شهر تشرين الثاني انا عندي امل بالانسان بس الحكيمه بتفيد لنجيب غير انا عندي ثقه بالانسان بس الحكيمه بتفيد احنا بين احتلالين احتلال المخ احتلال البلاد وفي الشك انه طريق الى المساواه معقد بس مستقبلنا بيبدا لما بنحرر نفسنا من العبوديه العقليه supporting the palestinian in an active way not sitting in this rituals endless discussions we want to uplift the ability of our expression and to deepen our own values to be able to reach you in english arabic cinema photography theater انه الفرد يكون عنده حرية الخيار calling for your support.
one body bad Everybody a good body and that's facts It's a what? It's all mine It's a what? I say it all the time It's a good body Now let it shine, let it shine I'm a dime, let it shine, let it shine Hit the Carlton In my mirror dancing Blow myself a kiss mwah. Romancing, chilling out Max in adrenaline anthem Patrick E. Smashing anime just me to my hair or my derriere Take care not to get lost in the side eye glare No, I do not care, it is not fair You have no right to this body or hair Goodness gracious, know what your place is Free to be you in a sea of tuned faces You could catch me with a boom boom basses Let the boom boom bass hit Judgment, no discussion, just abundance of that fun. It's my fupa super duper. Scream hallelujah. Panel non binary, like an open library. Got so much gratitude for what this body doesn't, doesn't do. Does, does, doesn't do. My value isn't in my ability. It's about what I do in my own possibility. We are shutting down the judging. You are bugging. We are stunning. See us and see. You got a body. Where is that? It's a good body. Believe that. The body needs love. Now run it back. sharing the stories of our people as though I had a right having never lived under the constant strain of fight or flight as though I had expressed something his own vocal cords could not wrap themselves around have you been back to the motherland I asked yes he replied in 2009 when the Israeli defense force ran my brother over he was standing at a checkpoint waiting to go to work when they drove straight over him. Like he wasn't my brother. Like he didn't have his own family. Like he wasn't a human being. Like he didn't even exist. I 
imagine his brother's vocal cords stretched and snap blood spurting from mouth as tire pushes into neck this man's vocal cords get tangled now a strangled sigh as he closes his eyes to stop tears falling he won't cry in front of me strangers though our blood stems from the same ancestors of historical tree can't put my hand on his shoulder me a young woman an old man, there's too much to stop us, too little between us, just some words I wrap my vocal cords around. I turn to give him privacy in his grief and listen as he shuffles away. I want to turn back and say, those perpetrators of violence use their vocal cords to lie. They've no humanity left, so whilst your brother is dead and many others too, we have to use what voice is left to spread truth. He doesn't want to hear that, he knows it already. Who am I but an imposter in his sorrow? These vocal cords of mine are too often prostrate, incompetent when confronted by a pain that stretches over multiple generations of genocide. Later, he will pack far too many sweets into containers and give them to me. Finally, we will have permission to touch momentarily as our fingers brush. Without eye contact, he asks if I've ever been there. No, but it calls. It calls even though its vocal cords have been severed by decades of violent occupation. The world calls it a war because its vocal cords won't utter the words murder. I hear the collective clamor of vocal cords resisting, knowing that their voices rise through me. My ancestors gave me this battle cry, so whilst my own vocal cords remain free, I am obligated to tell their stories and the world, it is obligated to listen then join in until all our vocal cords chant in unison for a new history. جوردن لتسل انت بتسوي اغنيه كامله انا بلخصها بجمله خد لك التشبيه زي كتب الكوميكس في المنيح والعاطل 
انا لمنيح انت اللي بتموت بتموت زيح عينتير بس واكيد تكون قدام لانه لساني حامي رامي كلامي خليك تسيح بنص عاصف التلج فتش علي بتلاقيني بارز مثل سور سين العظيم انا نتيجة دمج بين مارتن لوتر كينج لبين مالكوم اكس ومتلو عشان عاشوا بامريكان هيستوري اكس وانا طلعت عشان عشت بتاريخ اسرائيل ضرب قصف قتل حرب غصب تحويل الشاط لغرب قلت دمجت هان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت دمجت هان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت دمجت هان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت دمجت هان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس تالف نيم الراح العزيف قلت الحق مدوزني ايش تزيف على القلب تغليف لا تقتحم ولا اي سياسه تخويف اضق تعريف بالرف انا قال لي تعريف ولذلك بالدول العربيه انا غير ملفوز حكومه بسحقيه فضلت الحوس والوقت كان اير مرفوض فيش خير بسكوت عكس سير بنفوت بنضل نغرب زي ايتير محبوس كسر القبطان نور عالشبان بالوعي فسر زي جبران خليل جبران بالنبي شايف شطوط اللا مبالاه انا المنكر فيها ممكن من منتوج بيقصها منتج بيا حط الطاقيه لورا والقضيه على بال انا الغذائي صح لعائليه الاجيال سياسي اجتماعي تجاري بس واحد الحقيقه دال كل الاجوبه صحيحه قلت انت ما جتهان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت انت ما جتهان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت انت ما جتهان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس حس قلت انت ما جتهان تعمل مدرسه شمطان فقدان حس
To be a feminist is to believe in and to fight for the dismantling of patriarchy. And by patriarchy, I do not mean men. I mean systems and institutions that privilege male dominance. Ambition, in my definition of feminism, is being more than. It's not about being wealthy, it's not about being a CEO, it's not about being, oh, it's not about having a corner office. It's about being more than what patriarchy allows us to be, to want or to do. I think women's rights across the world are in great danger. I wrote The Seven Necessary Sins for Women and Girls about patriarchy globally. And this is a time of dire danger to women's rights across the world, whether it's in the United States, Brazil, or in Egypt. Three of my role models that I often like to quote from are veteran Egyptian feminist Noel Sadawi, a Moroccan sociologist who since passed, um, uh, Fatima Mernisi, and also another feminist who passed away a long time ago, the bisexual black uh, poet and intellectual and activist June Jordan, whose words are tattooed on my forearm.
Hop Ho for the mix. To listen to the full mix, check out our Mixcloud. It's going to be on there, uh, mixcloud.com forward slash Salam Radio Show. To listen to the full mix from Hip Hop Ho. Thank you so much for being on the program and providing that mix for our Sunday afternoon. Until next week, we've got Sweet Dreams on the air next.